Hey, this is Ben. This is my podcast, and today we got our guest, Kaylin. And uh, we're talking about gene engineering today. Let's go. Cool. That's hype. Yeah, and the ethical dilemma with it. Um, our first topic on hand is safety and the possibility of off-targets, which is editing in the wrong place, and mosaicism, which is when some cells carry out an edit and others do not. So there's obviously the concern of having mutations, which everybody's body reacts to these edits in a different way. And yeah, you might get your desired trait and whatnot, but it doesn't mean there isn't downsides to this. Alright, so you're saying that it's not it's not safe enough for people to be trying these procedures on people. Yeah, and even in the future, once they've done more testing and done a few human projects, it's still you still don't know. Although, don't you think that the scientists doing it will have will have the skill to be able to? Yeah, it's not skill. It's just the human body. There's things that we just can't see that are going on. Fair enough. Our second topic is about consent, which is the main issue where patients are the ones affected because it's the embryos and future generations. And surprisingly enough, parents' consent is also an issue as the risks of germline therapy are unknown. So with the patients, it's it, they can't have a say in that, oh, we don't, I don't want this, I don't want that, because say they, their parents want to make them tall. But now they get this, they they get this mutation where their legs grow differently than everyone else, and they have to live their life with this weird, weird off leg or something like that, or like an extra leg, which is uh, yeah. obviously to the extreme, but it's something that could possibly happen, and that was due to their parents' decision, and they have to live with it, even though that probably wouldn't have, that would not have happened to them, without their parents' decision, um, so they don't get the consent, and also the future generations, so. Those people's kids and the people's kids after that, they're going to get these genes that, that this first time, that these first time they changed it. So it's like the, it's like the seventh generation thing that we worked on about how, how is this going to affect seven generations from now? And we just don't know. So, um, and then another big issue is the parents' consent. And this may surprise you because they're the ones saying they want the procedure, but, um, the risks of germline therapy are unknown. So, because the parents don't have all the information, they can't make a sober decision to do this to their child. So you feel as it's unfair to the child for that the parent can choose, like, basically what they want to modify about them? Yeah. Because exactly. when they grow up, they won't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. And how, like, they their, their parents are thinking, oh, yay, I'm going to have this nice, awesome kid. Yeah, they could have a mutation. They could, there's right. things that could go wrong. And there's, then it's a permanent... Yeah for all the future generations. Yeah, exactly. So parents don't get sense. what they want, kids don't get what they want. Uh, our next topic is justice and equity. Um, and that's, as as with many new technologies, concern is that it will only be available to the wealthy. And if taken too far, germline editing could create classes of people defined by the quality of their engineered genome. So back to the wealthiness, um, the gap between middle class and poverty between wealthy is only being extended by these new technologies and only being extended by the gene engineering. That's going to be a huge, huge factor in that because their future kids will be affected by this. The, the rich parents' kids that got all these advantages and all these new things that the odds are they're going to also grow up to be rich. 
And so this line keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. And eventually it's just going to be create another class, which takes me to my next point that if it's if germline editing is taking too far, that uh, there can be a creation of a class defined by the quality of their engineered genome, which is say, oh, Michael doesn't have his legs going supersonic speed because he didn't get this certain certain um, engineering and but Tommy does so Tommy is therefore better than him and better quality and just a better human being in general which is not something that we want to be defined by all right so tell me this about the like different classes of people so right now there are people who are very wealthy and have a lot of money but don't you feel like their kids are kind of already passed down to have the same upraising because most of that usually gets passed down in a way as well. Yeah, they're passed down now the same upraising, but it's not in their biological DNA. It's just right. in their home life and then the things that they have given to them that they may not have that they wouldn't have given to them if they didn't have this money. Okay. So and also about the scene like seeing how one kid could have it and one kid could not and how you think that he would be looked at as better but you think people would be able to tell who has it and who doesn't have it yeah well i mean when the poor kid is riding his bike to school but little michael is teleporting there in his little super speed legs it's gonna be pretty obvious but i mean and the odds are these kids are gonna say bragging about hey i'm i'm gonna be able to be this tall when I'm older, I'm going to be able to do all this and that, and where it's like... Yeah, fair enough. They're going to know, because it it's going to be on record. So you think it's going to give them bragging rights, and just, since they'll feel superior to the others, they'll just be looked up to. And yeah. then the people who don't have it are just kind of working their way closer to the bottom. Exactly. That's just going to be the new working class. Yeah, Those without enough. gene engineering. Makes sense. Our next topic is about research involving embryos. So that's doing human testing is going to need to happen eventually to know the risks. So they're going to they're gonna need to start doing these tests on embryos. And and we just can't know. We, how, how do you volunteer someone to do that? Obviously, there's no consent yeah. for that. But, like, you, you can't just grab some random embryo and, like, that maybe is a spare I don't want to say spare but like doesn't have something to to do I don't know like they take embryos like so people can have kids in the future and all that but like this one is just a spare I'll say um and so it's like maybe maybe you can argue that it's just to do so but how do we know that that's how 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 do we know that's not just a waste of human life doing this testing yeah so so you don't think anyone would want to, to try it? Like, you don't think there's going to be people who are... No, no, I think I said eventually, like, uh, there's going to be people wanting to do this okay. and needing to do it on an embryo rather than just, like, a mouse or whatever because m- mice are so different yeah, from humans. Yeah, so it's just the f- who wants to be, like, tested to see. Exactly. Okay. So it's just... It, it, it's a big ethical issue that... How are you going to do human testing if you don't even know the issues involved with it? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So the, that past information came from the National Human Genome Research Institute. Great site, great article. Helped me a lot.
And, but our final topic is coming from Brave New World, my book. And there was three main genome engineering topics, which were population control, cloning, and predestination. So population control, pretty self-explanatory, trying to keep everything civilized, trying to keep enough like people, en- enough people for the right amount and not overpopulating again like we've been doing. So um, cloning, that is the lowest class. And there's five classes or, or five social classes. So there's the alphas and betas, which are the upper tier and aren't altered after fertilization. And then there's the gammas, deltas, and epilsons, who are genetically modified to be happy with their life. So they're, they they go through conditioning and their editing basically makes them enjoy the environment they live in, the job they have, and the life they live, um, which is what predestination is. And then cloning is just the lowest cast. They're, I mean, they're clones, so they're basically just the heavily working class. Like, there they're are coal miners and all that, like... Um, so that, that's, so Brave New World is like a very extreme, extreme example of gene engineering and where it could take us. But this is post-war, but like, so I guess maybe after World War Three, you might be looking at some Brave New World type stuff, but, um, we've, I, we're not close to that right now. We're, we're nowhere near where they are here, um, making thousands and thousands of workers for one job. So, what are your thoughts yeah. on that compared to your book? Well, my book's a lot different as, like, everyone everyone is dead. Oh. Gone. Like, there's only one guy left except okay. for the, except for a genetically modified species where everyone is mm. the same. Okay, okay. So, I, in a way, it's the same because in your book, is there any people who are just regular anymore? Or is everyone kind of... Mm, yes, um, the people who are regular are... Um, they're the gammas, deltas, and epilsons who aren't genetically. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. There's the alphas and betas. So they, those are just like regular humans. Nothing, no genetically modified. Yeah, I mean, I want. Uh, it's kind of shaky where it's like, um, it's kind of like all the good-looking people and all the okay. like rich. And are they not the lowest class? It's clones who are cloning is the lowest class. Okay. And I, I, I want, I don't want to say the gammas, deltas, and epilsons are kind of like the working like. Yeah. Okay. Middle, they're like middle class. Middle class. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see because there is definitely a very high chance that that could be that how things go if it is created. Yeah. Especially. It's scared to know that that's an option. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, how we could all be separated into categories when. Yeah, and a we, person's a person. Yeah, we and, tell ourselves it's just going to be used for therapy and medical yeah. research, but it's really not. Like eventually, eventually, there's going to be that one no, guy definitely. who's like, "I want a Hulk son. Let, let me yeah. make it." You know, so. Yeah, that's why I gotta say about that. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day.